Blog Talk Radio. Sunday, June 18th, and you're listening to the Triggered and Divided Podcast. This is Bobby Cuomo showing out here with Mr. Dylan Nave. Yo. And Miss Laura Corella. How you doing? Pretty good. How about right. you? Oh, uh, we're doing good, doing good, doing good here in Denver. <clears throat> I like I like Miami. the intro. Imperial Death March. Yeah. <laughs> and and of course, you know, that is my uh you know, my, my Alex Jones intro, that's, of course, today is our Alex Jones podcast. Um, all things Alex, everything Jones. Um, we have a ton of clips for y'all today. We're going to be going through the history of Alex Jones, onwards to a few uh, of the crazy events that did happen this week, including the shooting in uh, D.C. and the uh, acquittal of the police officer that killed Philando Castillo. Um, do you have, any, uh, you have any hot takes you want to come in, call in? 646 Six six eight two nine five zero. We'll be here for two full hours. Six four six 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 eight two nine five zero. So like but I said, yeah, we're gonna be, be a great show. All things Alex Jones. You guys excited? Yeah, but before we get on to Alex Jones, I just want to say, fuck Callie Wayne, oh, fuck baby God. arm. <laughs> Reset the clock. Zero days without a baby arm incident. And uh, don't forget to call in and say fuck Dylan Nave too. We fuck need Dylan. More Nave. I even called in and fucked myself yesterday when Bobby was doing a show by himself. Dude, yeah, I, I, did I got so stuffed off. I was stuck at the library or else I would have called in. I was so hoping you were going to call in and save my ass. But honestly, uh, Al Suarez and Bruce LaRue really saved my shit, dude, to be honest. Yeah, I, was at, I was at Pride yesterday, so I really, couldn't, I really couldn't talk about deplorable things in a crowd of very progressive, very liberal <laughs> people. That would have been hilarious if you did Dude, a, I swear a, to God, a every podcast from Pride. I, I don't see why not, man. Every single vendor tent that I went up to that had a little fuck Trump sticker, a little fuck Trump pasties or some shit like that, or love, cunt, hate, I just refused to oh buy anything God. from them. Even if they had something cool that I wanted, I'm like, dude, I'm just not going to buy anything to you, do you, from you. Do, you. do you not understand that there may be gay people who voted for him and you're just ostracizing yeah. them? How inclusive. Dylan, How you're, inclusive. Like, you're like Ace Ventura entering the lovely room of death. Looking at all the, the anti-Trump stickers. Oh, poor Dylan. Oh, right oh, the suffering. The suffering. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, all things Alex Jones. We are doing this broadcast uh, about Alex Jones up ahead of the uh, interview that he's doing tonight with – well, he already did the interview, but the interview that's being aired tonight with Megan Kelly on NBC. What a kind. A fucking doozy. Alex Jones has been um, on the <laughs> – I guess on the march, from a lack of a better term, he's been on the march all week, of going up, going against Megyn Kelly, um, and basically saying that she is going to smear him, and turn everything that he's ever said about things from Sandy Hook 
his fish being gay and, and slipping it all on top of him. But we have a, a ton of clips for you today. I wanted to start the show um, by just kind of telling you the audience a little bit about Alex Jones. I discovered Alex Jones in 2003. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to my buddy Raul San Miguel, who came over to my apartment um, when I had... Raul, when I first moved to Denver, and he was just like, "Hey man, you, you ever uh, you ever listen to, to you ever listen to Alex Jones? You ever watch the documentary Loose Change?" So I watched the documentary Loose Change, and I actually had heard of Alex Jones prior to that because I'd watched mm-hmm. Waking Life. Have you guys ever seen Waking Life? I didn't even know what that was until just now. Uh, Waking Life is like a claymation, a movie, and it's all about lucid dreams. And nice. in the middle of the movie, there's this caricature that's basically Alex Jones. And he's yelling, uh, he's driving down a, down a road going like five miles an hour with a megaphone. And he's just yelling out of the car. He's just yelling just shit about how the system is bringing us down. And there's, and there's bigger things to see out there than, than what they're telling us. And I think that was in like 1999. In any event, uh, I, I discovered Alex Jones early on. So like 2003, I was 21 years old. And I, 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 I became obsessed with him. Um, but before I became obsessed with Alex Jones, he actually had a, a good career before that. He started in radio in 1996. And he really began his conspiracy theories with the Oklahoma City building conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And he was the first, kind of the first guy to come out and really say that the government was, was, was behind it. Um, but then he really made his mark on radio in Texas with the whole Y2K of conspiracy theory oh that um, we'll later discuss. <laughs> but uh, here's a here's a clip um, from I think December 31st, 1999. Alex Jones. Twenty to forty thousand civilians trapped in the city. Russian Hines are being shot down. Tanks are being blown to bits. Uh, massive uh, grad unguided rocket attacks are being launched on the city indiscriminately right now. Air and artillery bombardments as well. Uh, it's absolutely out of control. It is pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'll give you the news first on Y2K. The newest developments, the Pennsylvania nuclear plant has been shut down. Um, one of the main uh, systems transferring the power from it uh, failed, but they say it's not a Y2K problem. And the things I'm experiencing here in Austin, Texas, the shelves are empty of water and some gas stations are running out of fuel. Uh, here in Central Texas uh, and in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the shortwave is basically down, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, went off right as I went on the air. The big news on Y2K. That's Alex Jones talking about Y2K. I, you guys probably don't remember Y2K. You guys were pretty yeah, I remember Y2K. I, <laughs> I remember um, the Simpsons episode where they were making fun of it, and it was like, the computers are going to crash because they can't go to, like, 2,000 or something stupid like yeah. that. No shit. <laughs> we're, we're worried. We, the computer can't figure out 1999 to 0000. I was the editor of my high school newspaper in 1999, and I, I wrote front and Wow, you must have gotten articles. laid a lot. I did not get laid until <laughs> after high school. No, I, I wrote I – wrote, Article after article, I would interview, I would call up the post office, I'd call up the electric company. I called, I lived in Pueblo, Colorado, and I called up Focus on the Family that was oh located, my God. That is located in Colorado Springs. So check this out. I called them up and asked them, a representative on the phone, and I recorded it all on my little handy little recorder. It wasn't even digital, it was tape. And, and I asked the representative, what do you guys think? What do you think? And the gentleman on the phone told me that he thinks that the world's going to end. So I ran with that posted the story. We put that on the front page of the Central Times in our high school. 
I got sued by Focus on the Family at 17 what years old. A high school kid. Yeah, yeah. And my journalist, I didn't even have to go to court. So my journalism teacher, um, Margarita Fuentes, went to court for me with my recorder. They, they dismissed the case right away because they, they were trying to sue me for libel, which would be this, the first of two times I've been sued for libel and one. But in any event. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, Y2K was, I mean, it was fucking crazy. My my dad had a 55-gallon drum in the basement and about 30 cans of non-perishable food of every type you could think of. And, and <laughs> he, yeah, he, he never really? really yeah, he never really discussed it with me. I was a little too young to That is awesome. So he really stopped yeah. up. <laughs> I I fucking don't remember anything like that happening. Um yeah, nobody, none of my family is not here. And I, cause I, it was like just me, my mom, and my brothers. So I guess my mom didn't really know what was going on. So I just saw what was happening on TV, and I understood it as much as I could because I was only like a seven-year-old kid. But nobody from my family were like st- stocking up on food or water or any of that. Yeah, none of my family either. I was just a, I just loved conspiracies when I was 17 years old and was just obsessed with it. Um, but I, at that point, though, I actually did not know who Alex Jones was when I was 17 years old. So at that point, I, had, I hadn't listened to that broadcast. I didn't hear that broadcast until, like, I don't know, 10 years ago or something like that. Um, what really turned me on to Alex Jones was this broadcast. And this was July of 2001. And this, for me, really put Alex Jones on the map um, as far as me listening to him um, calling out um, our government and predicting things. He's the motherfucking modern-day Nostradamus. Here's Alex Jones, July 2001. You've seen the news stories that you've wanted to blow things up, that you have blown things up, and that you're saying that four million of us are going to die and we need martial law and the Associated Press at one of your little drills you had, and that we're aware of who the terrorists are if you pull this. This can stop this Hitlerian Reichstag event. I want to put the toll-free number up for Congress. And I won't want you to believe Alex Jones. I want you to go get these news stories off my website. I want you to call these major newspapers. I want you to find out these statements were true by the White House about preparing for martial law. And I want you to let them know that if there is any terrorism, we know who to blame. The point is, if any terrorism comes, it's from this government. And if there was an outside threat like a bin Laden who was a known CIA right. asset in the 80s running the Mujahideen war and whose family builds all the military bases over in Saudi Arabia right now and sits on the board of Iridium Satellite, he's the boogeyman they need in this Orwellian phony system. Alex Jones, July 2001, a month and a half before the attack of 9-11 happened. And doesn't that bug you out, Laura? That's fucking insane. I've never heard that, ever. This is the first time I'm hearing that. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I'm so excited. I know Dylan is away doing something real quick, but uh, if, if he didn't hear it, I, I want to play it back for him. Yeah, I think you should. That's I didn't know, because like, I was listening to it right now, and it wasn't until you were like a month before. I thought he was talking about after it happened. I didn't realize it was. Before. No, that was wow. July 26, 2001. Alex Jones. Predicting that Bin Laden was going to blow up the fucking, blow up something, you know? Hmm. Have you ever, have you ever watched any of his documentaries? I actually have not. So this is how I got into Alex Jones. I mean, I've watched, I remember watching a little bit of Loose Change 
you know, getting into, well, first getting into conspiracy theories. Like, I watched this change back in, I want to say 2011 or 2012. And this was when I was in the Marine Corps. So I was in Okinawa. Yeah, and he actually, he, he was the executive producer on the final cut of Loose Change. Really? See, I didn't know that either. That's, that's incredible. That's crazy. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. I, I've stated before about how I saw, I don't know if I have on here. I probably have. But when I, around this time, I was noticing a lot of Freemason activity that happened in the Marine Corps. Like, I saw firsthand this crazy shit because there was a Freemason building directly in front of my barracks, like, probably 20 feet in front of it. And I saw, I was like, what the fuck is a Freemason building doing doing here on base? And why are, do I see, like, my chain of command or people that I recognize from my chain of command and other chain of commands going there? So then somehow I'm, I'm looking at Freemasons and, and this and that, and then I stumble upon Loose Change, and I watch it on Netflix, and I was like, this is really fucking weird. And then that's when I started believing or not believing the – Yeah, like, I was like, dude, there's no way that <clears throat> these fucking terrorists all – you know, it, it didn't make sense. And it was even more crazy that um, when you watch Loose Change, you, you realize that some of the terrorists were staying in Deerfield Beach, and that's where I'm from. So I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, but, shit. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Right I was in like, backyard, Deerfield right Beach. In yeah. Right? They were fucking growing up right next to them. And then I I looked, and I, I think I saw, what was it, like Infowars.com or something like that. or um, And, and, and PrisonPlanet.com. Yeah, I I forgot the slogan. I don't know why I can't remember the slogan. I think it was like Question 911 or something like that. I remember, I remember when all those people were protesting and they had the black shirts on and it said like Yeah, man. Yeah. I ha- I have I have an InfoWars shirt from like 2004. I've I've marched with Alex Jones. I've had an actual live conversation with him. He probably doesn't remember cuz he talked to so That's many people, so but cool. Yeah, I've marched with Alex Jones twice uh in 2006 and in 2008. I went and saw him speak at the Oriental Theater here in Denver um, when he was showing a documentary, and I, I, I don't even remember which documentary it is. But yeah, it looks like we have a caller. Let's go to the, the line and see who we got calling today. You're calling to the Trigger and Divided Show. Who we got calling? Hello? Hello. Caller, are you there? Is you there? <laughs> All right, well... well <laughs> We'll move on. If you're there, give us a shout. But yeah, I, I've I've marched with him, and and not until fairly recently have I really thought that he's he's gotten a little too crazy for me. But we'll 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 kind of get into that uh, a little later. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I I kind of like I stopped following him after that for some reason. I don't know why I stopped. I should have just kept up. And it wasn't until this past election and everything that happened. You know, uh, of course we'll find out later what we were talking about, but. I started getting to Alex Jones again when Hillary Clinton showed up to run for president. And I, I get him, um, I get most of my news from him and Breitbart. We're going to talk shit about that, but fuck you. I don't care. I like yeah, Breitbart. He's entertaining too. Even, like, every, he's entertaining for anyone. <laughs> well, he is. I've listened to him unash- unashamedly either, uh, unabashedly. I don't give a fuck. I've, for the greater part of the last decade, what was it, 2017, Shit, longer than that, then. Um, probably like 13, 14 years. In, unless I've worked places in which I could not listen to the radio. Like, I was banned from listening to uh, the Alex Jones show around certain doctors at the animal hospital I used to work at. But, I mean, I listened to them probably three or four hours a day every single day for the greater part of the last decade and a half. 
And oh, wow. I, I, I believe maybe half of what he says. <laughs> He's entertaining <laughs> as fuck, dude. And he woke me up, dude. I owe it to him, dude. He's like my fucking canary in the coal mine. My motherfucking spirit animal, Alex Jones, dude. Like, I have to stick up for this guy, even though he's talking about gay frogs and fucking and Sandy Hook, which we'll get into that. Hey, yo, Dylan, well, Dylan you, you back, back with us? Did he hear it? Did he I hear that clip? I came back. I got Dylan. back in. Dude, blue screen of death. I don't know what the fuck happened. I was telling y'all about my fucking dad and then uh, being a little prepper he was for Y2K. And then I got a blue screen and I was like, well, I could blame a conspiracy on that. My dad crashed my computer. The CIA just crashed my fucking computer, dad. My dad works for the fucking CIA. I always accused his ass of fucking doing it. Dad, I fucking know it. Well, let me ask you. Dylan, so you're you're not this, uh, I'm not going to give the phone phone number out. You're not the 224 number? Nope, that ain't me. All right, we're going to go on ahead and click that. uh, We gave you a chance to uh, speak. You have not spoken. Done. Peace. Gunshot. Boom. All right, Dylan, do you want to talk to us about uh, a little bit about what happened this week in the news? All right. Yeah, so uh, there, was a, there was a shooting. Shocker. Um, it was with an AR-15. Shocker. Um, and there was, the target was a GOP. Uh, there was the GOP Senator, annual right? fucking softball, baseball fag game or whatever the fuck they do. So they're all, all, their, all their staffers and all of them are out there playing that damn game, and I guess some some uh, some liberal Bernie bro takes a hold of his AR-15 and pumps about fucking rounds at these guys. Literally, I, you, you, if I had 30 round mags, it was probably like you know two magazines. No, this guy definitely had like 10 mags. Just kept loading, shooting another one, boom, and. Uh, Managed to kill no one. <laughs> what a Man. fucking loser, dude. Where's your L? He hit someone. Managed to kill no one. So uh, no, we have... Uh... Himself, himself, though. Yeah, no, too, too. Well, we have, we have a bit of audio from, uh, from the Trumpster himself. Cheeto-in-chief. Button-finger-presser. All right, but I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of that. As you all know... Shortly after 7 a.m. this morning. Wait, what the fuck did he just say? Hold the fuck up. Hold the fuck up. Did he just say what I fucking think he just fucking said? No, fuck no, dude. Redundancy. Oh, my God. Hold on. Let's go back to that. After 7 a.m. this morning. After 7 a.m. this morning. Oh, not 7 a.m. at night. Not when was this 7 p.m. in the morning. When was this dude, yeah. given? This was right after the fucking right after. In the morning at seven a.m. So he was he was, tell, he was telling the shooting happened at seven a.m. in the morning, not seven a.m. at night, not seven p.m. in the morning. That's like saying ATM machine. Right. You know what? I voted motherfucker, but you dumb son of a bitch, <laughs> yourself, unfuck yourself. I right. actually listen to it. As you all know. Wow. Shortly after 7 a.m. this morning, 7 a.m. a gunman opened fire on members of Congress and their staffs as they were practicing for tomorrow's annual charity baseball game. He slowed down the speech a lot. Authorities are continuing to investigate the crime, and the assailant has now died from his injuries. 
all. <laughs> but the, I mean, the, the the rest of the speech doesn't get any more uplifting. It's it's pretty fucking solemn the whole way through. I think that he needs to just go back to saying fuck you and just I know. act like you know, he should have said, you know what, you're a loser. You're a loser. You shot off a hundred rounds and you didn't shoot no one because you're a liberal loser. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Did you guys hear about? Oh, you remember that um that play that they're doing that mimics like the assassination of Trump. Did you guys hear yeah. about that? Yeah, some so, bitch jumped up on stage, right? Yeah, Laura Loomer from The Rebel. Um, she jumped up on stage and she said some shit, but she she got arrested and I think they're pressing charges, which is kind of gay that they're pressing charges. It's kind of lame, but I don't know. Wait, they're pressing charges? Well, it was a private event. You know, they interrupted the play. It is what it is. You know. They should press yeah, charges but, for I this. Mean, this morning. That's what oh, they should press charges for. <laughs> Honestly, like, I've been to hundreds of protests. Every protest I've ever been to, I always told Chloe, you know, prepare to bail me out because I know that I might be breaking a law. I might be, you know, doing if, – if I went into that play to be like, oh, no, y'all are a bunch of fucking Nazis trying to, you know, incite terrorism against our city president by doing this, um, I'm, I'm going to be prepared to be pressed, you know, charges be pressed against me, you know. So I'm not really too mad at that. It is what it is, dude. It's just – that's the fight. It's you the struggle approach. You're gonna get burned. I just think it's funny. I don't know. It's it's just interesting how all this is playing off. I think that I think that play is kind of over the top and ridiculous, but people Well I don't so know. Appa- apparently <laughs> in two thousand and nine they did they ran a couple like two plays, um, similar ones with Julius Caesar, and it was a black man, but it was a black bald guy and didn't resemble Obama at all. So I kind of like mm-hmm. pigeonhole. So, so one of my friends posted this, and then she's just like, "Yeah, they did this," and I was like, "That doesn't look like Obama at all. What are you implying? That just because he's black?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> it just didn't look like Obama. Obama's not bald. What the fuck? Like, I mean, that pretty is much it, man. He's got a fucking two yeah, all the way around, maybe a one. He's pretty much as bald. That's Julius Caesar with a motherfucking comb over, fat comb over. That's that's Donald Trump. That's, that is. Well, uh, maybe it's, it could racist. be, um, you know, going back to Alex Jones. Maybe Alex Jones is right. Maybe it's just aliens just taking over and fucking everything up for us. Because uh, according to him on Joe Rogan a few months ago. All right, let me give you my best. Please. Deep, deep research approximation. Are you ready? Thanks to marijuana. I'm going to give you the big enchilada. Joe, there yes. are aliens in this room right now. For real? Yeah, you're not of this world, bro. For me? real? You're the alien. Oh. Wow, I didn't know. Here's what the elite believe. Let me be very clear. I'll tell you this out of context. I only go with what I can prove. Oh, thank you. And people can't even handle that. There's armies. We're fighting a pedophile conspiracy. But beyond that, it's a vampire conspiracy in that they are interdimensionally (laughs) sucking the essence of our youth. And they believe they're possessed by an off-world entity. They do? (laughs) Joe Rogan, they do? (laughs) They do? Do you have the documents? Dude, oh honestly, though, God. that whole interview was the most interesting interview of, or podcast I've ever listened to. That was actually such a good fucking show. With um, It was Joe Rogan, and he had Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo on. And the conversation, no matter how... Bravo, yeah, too. and it was so ridiculous. It was a ridiculous-ass podcast, but it was really cool at the same time. And I think, like, the first night or something, it got, like, 2 million views. I think that might be Joe Rogan's most viewed podcast. If, I might it be is, wrong, but... It is the most listen to podcast period on iTunes. Period. Really? Ever, all time, Holy all shit. Time. 
that thing was like four and a half hours long. I've listened to it three times. Like this, this I mean, it's unbelievable. It was unbelievable what that what went on in that podcast. Because you have just the beauty about Joe Rogan's podcast, and we try to mimic it a little bit on our own. Mm-hmm. Is you know when we banter, we don't claim to know everything, you know, but we claim to want to know everything, you know. But we want to be intelligent, you know. But we we're, we don't yeah. we're not intelligent about everything. The great, the, the great thing about Joe Rogan's podcast is he's just sitting there Googling every little thing that, that Alex said. And a lot of the shit he said what ended up being true. So yeah. let's see if, that, if Megan Kelly does that tonight. I highly doubt it. Oh, God. That fucking two-faced fucking bitch. I don't, I don't trust her. She's, you already know she's going to spin this shit. She's going to spin this shit. You, you so see where fast. Putin shut her the fuck down? Oh, yeah. Where she's like, we have all the digital fingerprints and this and this and this, and he just takes his earpiece off and he's like, what fingerprints? Show me. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love it. (laughs) Savage. Hey, while while you were gone, Dylan, did you happen to hear the um, clip that I played about Alex Jones predicting 9-11? No. No? No, I didn't hear it. All right, I'm going to, you know what, I, I feel like it's important enough. I'm going to play it again um, for all of our listeners at 646-668-2950. Uh, we're about to play a real-life modern-day Nostradamus clip here, Alex Jones. This is July 26, 2001, mind you. You've seen the news stories that you've wanted to blow things up, that you have blown things up, and that you're saying that 4 million of us are going to die and we need martial law and the Associated Press at one of your little drills you had. And that we're aware of who the terrorists are if you pull this. This can stop this Hitlerian Reichstag event. I want to put the toll-free number up for Congress. And I won't want you to believe Alex Jones. I want you to go get these news stories off my website. I want you to call these major newspapers. I want you to find out these statements were true by the White House about preparing for martial law. And I want you to let them know that if there is any terrorism, we know who to blame. The point is, if any terrorism comes, it's from this government. And if there was an outside threat like a bin Laden, who was a known CIA asset in the 80s, running the Mujahideen War, and whose family builds all the military bases over in Saudi Arabia right now, and sits on the board of Iridium Satellite, he's the boogeyman they need in this Orwellian phony system. He said that July 26, 2001. Wow. That's what sold me. That's what sold me on Alex Jones. I was like... I'll, I'll, where do I send money? Uh, I'll donate right now. Just holy shit. Holy. He's the boogeyman they need. He's the boogeyman they need. Well, it looks like we have a I don't caller. Understand. Oh, hey, okay, there we go. It's the same call from before, I think. No, this is a, this is a different. No, I one. think he called in the no, beginning. I think this is Al Juarez. Oh. How are you doing, Al? Yeah, it's gonna be Alex Jones. Alex Jones, I don't know. Like I'm calling Jones Show, oh, Trigger, and Divided. Is it? No, we're, we're triggered and divided. This is our, uh, our our tribute to Alex Jones' podcast. We're just talking all things Alex Jones since uh, Megyn Kelly's interviewing him tonight. We know he's batshit crazy. Uh, we know he's batshit crazy. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot that he says that isn't so batshit crazy. But, uh, so, Alex, you uh, you're called, you and you and, uh, and Laura were at the same protest this week, huh? Yeah. Hey, Al, you remember me? <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. I think I I really got to admire Laura because I I didn't know who she was at first, but then I remembered her um, that you know from the show when she mentioned Bobby Cuomo, but she literally crossed the the other side of the fences to our side, 
and and said hi to me and, and, and gave me a hug. So that was nice that she did that. That was very brave on her part because, you know, there was a lot of tensions, especially between, like, you know, the, the far-right-wing Cubans and the people that were on the other side. Well, let's explain to the audience. Uh, Laura, what, what protest was this exactly? It was, okay, so Trump was giving a speech. I think it was at, was at a church or something right down the street over there it in Little Havana. It was a theater in Little Havana, yeah. Yeah, it was right there in Little Havana, and um, I didn't even know about this, okay? My brother, like, I woke up on Friday, my brother, he's not into politics at all, but he's trying just to learn. He's like, hey, do you want to go to Miami because Trump's there, and he's going to talk about this Cuba thing. I was like, oh, shit, I had no idea. So I just got ready, and I went. I don't know what the fuck to expect. But by that time, by the time we got there, I guess everyone had already filled up the theater. So everyone else were, were in the streets. I forgot what street it was. But um, it was Flagler. It was Flagler down in Little Havana. Right. So one side, when I first got there, it was obviously one side's Trump, one side are the protesters. And it was about the Cuban policy that happened. But the fucking thing about that, though, is when I first got there, and I got there probably like around 1, one thirty. Press like no before I got there at twelve I think it was like twelve it was twelve p.m. and nobody protesting what was going on was saying anything about Cuba all they were shouting literally all these people were fucking shouting were like the whole uh, no Trump no KKK fascist USA thing like this is what they were fucking shouting and the funny part about, about Cuba the, no no this was this was way before you got there's probably this is before you got oh, there. okay. Before, yeah. at the be- and it was it was it was hilarious because you look at who was shouting and it was a bunch of white people, and everyone <laughs> on the other side were fucking like Hispanics and Cubans. Cause I went out there, I stood in the fucking middle. You guys saw the videos of Dylan, Bobby. You saw the videos. Yeah, yeah. And like you saw, like I, I I was asking, I was being civil to that one guy, that one white guy. I'm like, I was like, how is he a fascist? And he he couldn't. He, everyone was deflecting. And then that one faggot in the mask tried to get all fucking hard. <laughs> Bobby. Fucking faggot. Well, yeah, I mean that was the language that they were using, and there was a lot of Cubans by the time I arrived there, and and other Latin people, but and a lot of Spanish media that spoke to us, but. Uh, you know, that was the type of language they were using. One of the journalists, I think it was like the Miami New Times, literally quoted the Cubans as saying the reason why Obama supported Raul Castro is because they're in a homosexual relationship. And then all the Cubans <laughs> nodded in, in acknowledgement. Yeah. yeah. I and bet so you they, they were. called me, they called me maricon for my shirt, I mean, which serious? means faggot in Spanish. No, no, no. Um, First of all, no, because every, <laughs> I have videos, dude. I have videos of all this. I'm like, just saying, these are the type of people that were on the other side. I'm not saying this is you, Laura, but there were some people on the other side that were you know, well, there were a lot of fascists well, in the rhetoric and homophobic. You're, you're, you're telling me that Fidel buttfucked Barack? Well, that's what they were saying. <laughs> that's what they were telling the media. That's what the image that they wanted to portray of themselves. So, uh, that, I, I was hearing did. different things on the faggot. other side. I was hearing different things. Cause I was actually on the other side. I was actually there on the other side. Well, so I don't know who the dick. fuck said that. But I do remember when I was there standing in the middle confronting the other side about how is Trump this. Look, look you want to know how ridiculous this is? How a lot of people don't even know what's going on? That when I was on the other side, you know what the the uh, the signs were about fascist Trump and Putin. They cannot go a day without men- yeah, mentioning like, Russia. Like the, I didn't like the whole Putin thing. There was, but, a, uh, of, so, there was Al, a lot Al, more than Al, nothing. Yeah. Al, what were you there protesting specifically? Okay, I was I was protesting the fact that Trump's not ex- not respecting the will of the majority of the Cuban community in Miami. Now there was a number of people in the theater there to support Trump. 
But if you look at the protesters that were outside in front of the media, we outnumbered the other side. So there was for a, a very short time. That, yeah, but well, okay. Well, we got to outnumber them in the polls then. I mean, who the this, fuck this cares? Is, this is a fact. Look it up. 90% of Cubans in the United States, including in Miami, are against the embargo. Okay, so even under Obama, it did completely lift up the the embargo because why? It makes perfect sense. They can't visit their family. There's restrictions. They can't send money. There's so many violations for Cubans, let alone Americans, that want to travel to, to Cuba. For for Trump to to, to bring these measures back, uh, most of the okay. communities. Well, uh, hold, again, hold on. Uh, let me ask. Uh, let me ask Laura. A lot of different people. Sorry, yeah. Hold on now. I'm going to put you on hold for a second. Let me ask Laura. You're back on. Out. Are you against the embargo, and if yes, why? All right, let me let me let me just get into this real quick. If you were there, you looked at both sides, right? The side I was on, it was all the older generation of Cubans. Okay, yeah, he's right. There's a lot of older generations. There were all the older generations of Cubans. You know why? Because they fucking lived through this communist regime bullshit. They fucking lived through it. My stepfather lived through it. And I, I was on uh, Instagram later that day, and there's people from the ACLU just standing there. So there's people in the ACLU wearing these blue vests, and they were just standing there in the middle looking. And I remembered this girl because I looked her right in her fucking eyes. Her name is Megan Kircher or some shit like that. I looked, in her, I looked at her, and she, she wasn't doing anything. But later that day, she goes on Instagram, and she, she posts a picture. Someone took a picture of her, and she posted it with the, with the caption like, oh, they were all cheering until he announced the embargo. That's a fucking lie. Because everyone was cheering the whole time. So people want to say, yeah, it sucks that, you know, you, you can't go. There's just the, the tourism, excuse me, is limited. But all that money back to the Cuban people. All that money well, is still going to go let back to the Castro regime. Let me ask you, Laura. When do we get to a point where we just move forward from the past tensions and the past atrocities of the Cuban government? End of our but own it's still there. Just to speak, I mean, I mean, just because. Well, hold on. How come? How come we're like able to travel to Saudi Arabia? How come we're able to travel to Qatar and we're able to travel to Pakistan? But like, for some I don't know. Maybe because of the Bay of Pigs region. didn't fucking happen there, Bobby. I don't know. Maybe that was fifty fucking years ago. Get over it. I don't know. Maybe. Well, I'm not. Okay. I'm not oh, so, saying okay. that. One question. How about this? How about this? Fifty years How was it in fifty years? Yep. Everybody bitches about how black lives were treated 50 fucking years ago, and we say to get the fuck over it, and then you sit here and tell me that horse shit with the Cuban government, you piece of shit. Fuck off. You yeah, well, the Bay of Pigs. I actually, I actually Suck can my have dick. it both ways. Fuck off. You I, can't actually, have it both ways, I actually can have it both ways, because the Bay of Pigs happened 50 years ago, whereas Black Lives Matter movement is a result of a, a still criminal I didn't say Black system. Lives Matter movement. So, Welcome to the fucking modern day fucking revolution. But okay, dude. but things in been. Cuba are still shitty. It's just because Castro took over 50, 60 years ago doesn't mean oh it, it's over. My mom moved to Cuba a, a couple years ago. Yeah, but she the TV question TV is: TV. Is the policy, Laura? Is the policy effective? I want to ask you one one thing. In fifty years, what has the embargo ever done to hurt the Castro regime? Hadn't let right. them fucking right. export. Well, Right. It hasn't let them it's only ever hurt the Cuban people no, and strengthened no, the Castro people, regime. No, and no, most Cubans know that. Cubans, Cubans can still go back and forth. That's why before this whole Obama lifted the thing, that's why only my once mom a year now, I see. Okay, but still, but you could still go over. So it's not like you guys are saying, "Oh, we'll never be yeah, able to see our families." Now, and then, and then, and then, if you let everyone go over there, why? Why would you want all the tourism to go over there? And then, not only that, but the big businesses go over there and take advantage of the Cuban. Hold the Cuban Lord. people. You think the Cuban, like I said before. Laura, you asked the question. Laura, Laura you, you asked the question. It's going to you the ask- Castro regime. 
Wow. Oh, let, me, let me answer your question. You said, why would we want people, tourists, to go over there? It's so the people over there yeah. can see what's on the other side. They're not the, exactly. No, but look, I, I understand yeah, that. How are we going to give like, our well, money? Why are we going to give our money? Trump doesn't want me to go to Cuba. They should take Why are we going to put our money right. into there if it's not going to go back to the people? Oh, because they could see. Oh yeah, look at all these people vacationing here. While I go Nip back to my slums and my fucking cold water and my fucking 1950s car that doesn't even run right. I'm not saying like like that the whole Saudi Arabia thing. I'm not disagreeing with you on that because it's true. Like I don't why why are we going there? Why are we helping them too? So I'm not disagreeing with go, you on that. Why do we but need I'm more government? About this. Go to why, Cuba? why do you advocate for more government? We don't need more government to tell us we can't go right. somewhere. If I go to Cuba now with these restrictions, I can only use money that goes to the Cuban government, not to private business, not to taxes, yeah, not to the Maybe the private citizens should take care of their own fucking government like a grown uh, ass group of fucking men and women. Why do we give a fuck? Why do we give a fuck? We're talking, but but you're gearing off base here. What we're trying to talk about is our government. Our government is restricting us from going somewhere is what we're talking about. Why do we want more government, Dylan? I really don't I don't believe our government is limiting me if I have an active passport from going to Cuba more than once That's a year. That's what the fucking embargo is. I, I, I bet you that it's you been blown out it. of proportion. I, I really I, I implore you to go and Americans are only allowed to go once a year to Cuba. Being serious. Like, I, I, I get that the hasn't been implemented that, yet, but that was in the rhetoric, right? I, I get the passion that Laura, I, no, I get your listen. passion, Laura, because I, I can only be empathetic with what your family has gone through, so I can't really, you know, speak for that. But, like, we have to move forward eventually, right? I mean... But, okay, yeah, but we are. But just, okay, this is... He's not leaving this alone. That's why he's like, this is why he said our embassy in Cuba will remain open to hope that our countries can forge a much better path. But right now, you have to fucking remember it's still a communist country. It's still a country that gave weapons to North Korea. It's still a country that harbored terrorism. And it's still a country that supported human, the human trafficking and all this bullshit that you see in other countries. Or do you guys forget that? Oh, they forget yeah, it because it doesn't fit their It's like it's a thousand it, miles away. It's literally 90 fucking miles, 100 miles away from fucking Florida. So I'm because they're geographically close, they're, they're a bigger threat. I mean, uh, they can I don't roll care. Actually, yeah. Do you not see that? Bottle, that, that if, if you want to go back to the Russian thing, they and when happened? A little they, island is a threat have, to, the, to the most powerful military they, in the do, world. Do you, do you not know their relationship with Russia? Well, hold on. have rights of relations with other nations. Cool. Hey, that's hey, why I, I said the same thing about Trump. I said Trump has a right to speak to Russia. Name me one fucking Cuban incident from any Cuban that's happened since then. Go on. I think this is well, the part where you the that little Cuban Miami. kid, Eliad, with the fucking Bill oh, Clinton shut bullshit. Shut the fuck up. Wait, you asked me for one, bitch. <laughs> this guy. This I mean, you guy. have people that were that did acts of terrorism against Cuban civilians that, that are Cubans themselves uh, that were backed by the CIA that are walking the streets of Miami today. I mean, blowing up an airline, is that an act of terrorism? Posada Carillas, he was the guy who openly admitted that he did it. He's walking the streets free. That's why a lot of us were pissed off, including Cubans, yelling at the other side, because some of the people on the other side, they probably were terrorists too and fascists. Well, yeah, but what, what, about Operation North, right. what about Operation Northwood? Since we're talking about Alex Jones' all show. That John Operation... was like, nope. 
And he did say no, but that was still elements of our government willing to exploit Cuba to further a fucking narrative through terrorism, man. Like that shit was that shit. If that shit would have happened, I I think that and that did come to fruition on 9/11, 2001. I think that it really was a an inside job. But that's and look, if you try to kill a head of state 600 times, and you, and you and you put all your your measures as a superpower against getting rid of the head of state, and they're still in power, they have to have some support from the people. And that's what they did against Fidel. I mean, they tried to kill the guy yeah. 600 times. But going back to the protest, not, not a lot harder. of people there were, were there because of Cuba. A lot of people on the other side weren't there for anything but just to, to talk shit about Trump. You can just tell yeah, about there the was fucking some signs. There's a lot of it. That's why that little Muslim girl was always pushed to the front. I saw that girl, and she went right to the front, just like those little kids. There were little kids there, okay? Hey, and, only on, and only on the other Latina? side were they doing this. That, that Muslim girl is not even Arab. She's Latina. She speaks Spanish quite well. So why the fuck is she, so why is she wearing it then? Just to there's plenty of Latinas that converted to Islam. I don't think there's okay, exactly. So she's an Islamic person. That's my whole point. Anyway, she was at the front. I don't give a, I don't give a fuck if she's Hispanic, Chinese, whatever. She's Islamic. She's she's, she's just, that religion. But there was that girl there, and then there was little kids there. There were little kids there. ideology. There, there were little kids where, there, like elementary school kids there, and their parents were there in the front. Their parents were giving them. Those kids no, don't have a fucking place in this argument now. Look, no, look, I agree. Yo, this is indoctrination because they went to a they rally. Gave, really? Oh, okay. I, I because their parents gave them a bullhorn and they were telling their kids what to say. They were giving them signs that were already made. Here, hold this. Really? Shout this stuff you don't know that's about. It's like that South Park episode. No, it's not going to. It's bullshit. Like that South Park episode. Just listen. You know why it's bullshit? You remember that South Park episode with Trump protesting, and they fucking grab so the kids right and they just start handing them fucking signs? Okay, if you don't remember this fucking episode of South Park, they were all fucking giving the kids signs, and then the kids started reading them. No money or no war for oil, and then Cartman gets to his. Bush is a nazi. They don't fucking understand what those signs and what that shit means. They don't fucking need to be hearing that shit. Why do and you get yeah, kids exactly. in the front lines for the fucking photos well, hold on. and the fucking okay, opportunities? So, so let me respond to that then, Dylan. Who are you to tell me as a parent what my kid is not allowed and what they are allowed to hear from me? Same person you, as you are to government? say that take children to church is um, indoctrination and child abuse. I don't care. I don't care if they take <laughs> kids to church. I mean, taking kids to church is worse. Fuck. But these you know, kids don't even know what the fuck they're saying, though. They literally—I yeah, was standing in front parent, of them. They, I, I, they were calling me KKK. If you stand in front of with a big sign and shout a lot, no, I, people I will like just change for you because you're special. You're a big no, follower. I mean, you just shout no, at the top you're, of your lungs and get whatever you want. Parents, you're trying to tell parents how to, par- you know, par- parent their kids. I'm not. No, but it's still bull. It is. It is what it is. I'm not trying to tell anyone I'm not trying to tell people that don't do this or do that. No, dude, it's okay, what it is. just That's because I don't have fucking kids, no, just because I don't no have kids, fucking kids. If you ain't got no kids, don't fucking talk to parents about parenting Bullshit, kids. Bobby, just because I don't no, have kids, it's still indoctrination. listen, it's still shut fucking fuck up for a second. Raise your own kids. Just because I don't have kids doesn't mean I don't know how to parent. I don't know how to fly a fucking helicopter, but if I look at a tree and I see one stuck in it, I know the dude fucked up. I don't have to have a kid to fucking know what it's like to fucking parent or how to be a good fucking parent. Yeah, if you don't know this, I was parents, a kid at one point. Yeah, but you're telling no parents one's saying that. That's besides the point. 
That is besides the point. It's the whole thing is it's indoctrination. I had a fucking little white kid. That's what being a parent is. No, no, it's bullshit because this little white kid's calling me KKK. Bitch, I'm fucking browner than you. I'm browner than your fucking mom. I'm browner than your well, fucking teacher. Well, the teacher doesn't even let her into the KKK. With, they don't even know if they're shouting. Then counter with more free speech. I don't need more government. I need more free speech. So if you're going to fucking say that, that, kids, that parents shouldn't be allowed to bring their kids to a birthday No one said that. No one fucking started. said. No, nobody said anything about you're not bringing their kids. I didn't say you shouldn't be allowed. But I said you shouldn't. There's a difference. Well, you shouldn't do it. Not that you am shouldn't I still, be allowed. Am I, am I unmuted? No, you're, you're unmuted. Uh, they're, they're, they're offended. Okay. Uh, I, I, I agree that kids should not be exposed to violence. So as long as the, the protest is peaceful... Um, you know, yeah, indoctrination is when you're like sent to a camp, and every day they're ramming down your your throat propaganda. Bring no, a, what they were saying was propaganda. Is a little bit of exaggeration. No, it's a little bit of exaggeration. Okay, first of all, agree, yeah. you know, you weren't even fucking there before. Um, when I have a bunch of white people and a bunch of fucking Asian people, people who aren't even fucking brown or black, telling me that I'm KKK when I'm darker than all these motherfuckers put together, that's fucking propaganda and that's bullshit. And when you're telling a little kid they to do it, they were from KKK because there has been former members. No, of KKK they were looking at Trump. me and they said they were, it. Yeah. And even and even this lady came up to me and was was like, "Come oh, hate you because you're brown." I'm fucking people video. weren't yelling at you. You were just there watching them look you in the eyes and tell you these things exactly. they couldn't possibly have directed at you al knows better thanks al i appreciate your insight hey look i'm not justifying that you know <laughs> what justifying so, telling oh you might have seen her tattoos yeah, and made assumptions about her that that's KKK. wrong no they didn't see my tattoos they saw my skin right. color too and this lady, even Her some lady on the other side, tattooed. said because I'm brown. That well, look, it wasn't all about you. I was attacked several times that day. I'm not even talking about were that. You told that you were the the embargo, right we were you told that you were in the KKK? Al, were you told that you were in the KKK? Why are you No, but I, was, I already mentioned I was called Marie uh, Cohen and, and other things. Because you're not fucking It's not about me. But why does it offend it's you not so about much, Laura? Why are you me, it's not about Laura. It's about what the embargo is doing. It's there, Bobby. It doesn't. It doesn't. It wasn't just a child. Stop looking at little details. It was everyone else. It was. It was what their adults were. What, what they were telling these kids. It's the kids yeah. weren't that. The, that I saw weren't that young. They were like uh, you know eleven, twelve, thirteen years old. They weren't like yeah, little. No, actually, they were in elementary school. Repeat That's it. why I said elementary well, school. And one of them was like right. seven, seven years old. Probably like almost middle schoolers around but that Laura, age. Laura, I, no, I I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, so I wasn't there. I implore both of you then to counter it with more free speech. I implore you guys. And I both, did. When you sit, then there you go. Then. Then, then that's how that works. But it's still I've been, I've been, it's still I've been fucking fake, protests dude. And I've changed my mind. I've gone there to protest something, and I left thinking, like, why was I protesting that? Because people with different ideas were there. Like, you can't just throw, like, bundle, like, the exception of the rule and, and turn that into a full, large generalization. Like, I, like, I don't know. People try to do that with Trump supporters. Everyone do it with Trump supporters all the time. I went to my first protest as a kid. Like, I interviewed Russell Means when I was 15 Me years old. Like, that changed my fucking life. Like, and that's why I'm well, like, you know, if you don't like that kids are going to protest, whatever. But I don't know why. Nobody so says, nobody cares about that. I don't give a fuck if kids go to protest. I'm I mean, just, what's I, worse? I've been to protest when I was, like, when uh, I was uh, younger, candy too. And, and fat food you guys and having them sit all day on, on the PlayStation and get child diabetes. Or bringing them to a rally where they actually can get a little bit of education. 
Okay, I don't know. Bringing your kid to a calling, rally where they call a brown girl a member of the KKK is pretty fucking ignorant. How was how that even education? That's stupid. That's, that's not even You're telling me that done. kids crossed the street, went in front of you, and looked at no, you and pointed at you and called you KKK. I, I didn't see anything like that. You're with a whole crowd of people. Oh, you must not have observed it. I wasn't. I was by myself. I was. It was with me and my brother. It was just. It was before a bunch of people came. And my brother wasn't even saying anything. It was just me. Hey, let's, let's move on from this. Let's move on. I never saw this. you by yourself. You were with a people. I said let's this before you came. I said that 20 fucking times. Well, I can't speculate when I wasn't there. But I can't because better. I was there and I got it on video. And I Al, you just, Al, you just said that you weren't there. You just said that you weren't there. And then you also just a few minutes ago told her, I didn't see any of that. Nobody was saying it to you. It, it doesn't matter. No, I said while I was there because in the beginning she's saying something that I have to look at the video. All right, let's move on from this, guys. Apparently, we have a, 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 a simple semantics disagreement. Um, I, I think we, I think we could, you know, collectively move forward. And, and, you know, we, we could all, we could all get along here. I've never seen Dylan and Laura so triggered, however. Because, but if you want to say one more thing, it's not bad. The reason why I'm not saying it's bad to bring your kids to protest. I'm just saying you shouldn't indoctrinate your kids. Um, like that because that happened to me too. I went to a protest when I was younger and it was for George Bush and you know I thought George Bush was this and that too and then I got older and I was I got older I was like you know what the, everything I was taught that was that's a fucking lie and I made up my own mind. So I'm going to my kids can make up their own too. mind too. Okay, but know? at the same time, my, like what they were saying was just really ridiculous and had nothing to do with what was going on there. It was just Is a that- way to. Does that mean that you now know that George Bush was the worst president in the history of the United Wait, States? Wait, you're talking about senior no, or junior? The senior wasn't that bad. <laughs> uh, George W. Bush was an absolute disaster. But hey, Alex, thanks for, thanks, yeah, thanks, for calling, thanks for calling in and uh, and having this awesome. Yeah, small world, right? At all people, I run into Laura. <laughs> right? Yeah, this was crazy. But uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for thanks for thanks for calling in and uh, and being a good. All right, sport. guys. And uh, we'll talk to you later. See ya. Take care, Alex. Well, let's uh, let's let's take it back to the original point of today's show. <laughs> we still got to <laughs> talk about Alex Jones. Yes, yeah, a transition Wait, from hold on. Alex Flores to Alex Jones. Can I uh, play a ten-second clip of Obama on uh, or Alex Jones on Obama? Here it goes. All right. Are you trying to say that Barack Obama is a homosexual? Saying he's bisexual. How dare you? I don't know. But what, I, what <laughs> I'm saying is, hot dog is a code for male prostitutes. So the pedophiles better get ready. Oh, oh have it. Obama's fucking How bi. How dare you? What is it offensive to be bisexual? I thought we we're all inclusive within the LGBTQIA LMNOP XYZ ampersand sword sign asterisk community. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good, Dylan. That's Thanks. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super inclusive. I just want to make sure I got everybody in there. Punctuation included. Oh man. Fucking Alex Jones. That guy is on one. Anyway, he's if, always if, on if, one. If anyone he's wants on, to, on a few. if anyone wants to talk <laughs> about Alex Jones or or share their favorite memory of Alex Jones, you can call in at a six four six 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 eight two nine five zero. Um. I know, I know. One of my favorite clips of Alex Jones is 
They can't wait to send the police to your house to chop your testicles off. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Where is that from? I don't know, dude. They can't wait to send the cops to your house to cut your testicles off. <laughs> you just, you just like looked up funniest Alex Jones moments on something on YouTube. Dude, there's so many clips, so little time. Like. So ready. It's, it's crazy. Well, I could say that some of my favorite Alex Jones clips, I've actually listened to fucking live, like I or or I've watched live, like when he went on and, and confronted Piers Morgan. I think we both have a couple clips for Piers Morgan, but uh, I want to go into one clip um, that I happen to be listening to live. Um, I, th- I believe this was earlier this year talking about Keith Olbermann and the Russia conspiracy. We're going to restore the Second Amendment, dirtbag. We're going to restore the borders, traitor, enemy, bloodsucker, parasite, arrogant, pseudo-intellectual, know-it-all with your pseudo-intellectual hair and your pseudo-intellectual glasses and your pseudo-intellectual little chicken neck that thinks it's better than me and my family and others that built this damn thing. We're going to metaphorically stomp your ass into the ground, you little communist piece of trash. Now go back to that piece of scum. We are at war with Russia. Or perhaps more correctly, we have lost a war with Russia Great without a battle. With you. Democracy. We are no longer a free people. We are the victims of a bloodless coup. So far, no, we're no longer your victims. Back it up again. Back that traitor up again. From the start, all of us lies. Everything he's saying is about him. Every single bit of it. And he knows it. He hates you. He thinks he's better than you. He calls you flyover country, bitter clingers. He looks down his nose at you. His religion is hating America. We have the WikiLeaks on all of them. These people are scum who are intimidated by us because they know we're better than them. What the fuck? He starts snorting like a pig, dude. Oh, God. I could listen to that a hundred times. I listen to that with my wife in the room, and she's like, what are you listening to? <laughs> Doesn't she hate his voice? <laughs> Dude, she hates Alex Jones. <laughs> Dude, I think another favorite clip um, that I have from Joe Rogan, it actually ties into that Obama bisexual clip I played because he, he mentioned those succulent hot dogs in the Podesta emails but this is when he starts <laughs> talking about the wombat sauce or something like that here just listen so all I'm telling you is I'm not saying anybody's guilty of these thousands of emails you go read them and it's like the last walnut sauce you brought wasn't very good <laughs> oh well these are good walnuts you're gonna oh I love walnuts and then you go read in the FBI breakdown what that's code for what's code for walnut it, it, it means people Joe Rogan. oh Jesus <laughs> Christ Yes. Dude, Joe Rogan was like was getting all weird about it, and then he was he would look up the emails, and then it was like you said, Bobby, it's everything came up true. It was like it's in the verified emails from the Podestas and the Clintons, and it's, I don't know, it's crazy, it's cool. Right. One of my favorite podcasts. Yeah, there's really not much you could uh, you could deny, you know. Once you're looking at it, you know, when you when you have Google right in front of you, you know. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, guys. After that, ex- after that exchange between you and Al, I, 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 I have to take a dab. 
So I am going to <laughs> load you up dumb my. Son of a bitch. You, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> We're the big swinging Johnson now. Uh, well, enough of that, little dev. Well, I've got I've got another clip with uh with with Alex Jones with Piers Morgan that uh that I thought was pretty funny. I'm gonna go ahead and play that for you. Yes, you will not take my right. You go through background checks to get guns. How about Prozac? You know the number one. Oh, that's a big sponsor, isn't it? Or that whole class of drugs. Let me ask you a question. Oh, oh, oh gotta cut that off, don't you? No, don't want to yeah. talk about the U.S. Come number one cause of death okay. is suicide now because they give people suicide Calm mass down. murder pills. Calm down. Your answer is <laughs> get more money to the psychiatrist and psychologist to put more crazy people on drugs that make them kill people, Pierce. Let's try and have a debate here. Yeah. Answer me this question. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of yeah. old script right. for shooting each other. You get three and a half to four okay, thousand. How many people died from infections in hospitals? One hundred ninety-seven thousand. That's question. right. How many gun murders were there in Britain? How many year? great white sharks? No. How many <laughs> people every year with their to swim? <laughs> right. How many charges for the hacking scandal? Answer this question. How? Many Why'd guns? you get fired from the Daily How Mirror for putting many? out fake stories? How You're a hatchet many? man of the New World Order. Okay. You're a hatchet man. And I want to say this right here. You think you're a tough guy? Head me back with a boxing ring in here. Yeah. And I'll wear red, white, and blue, and you can wear your Jolly Roger. Okay. You know what? <laughs> Let's try again. How <laughs> many? You can wear your fucking Jolly Roger. <laughs> oh, what man. the fuck? You can wear your fucking Jolly Roger. Let me play the the other Piers Morgan clip. I want to see if this is the the same one. Hold on, okay. Now I don't have it up. I'm I'm unprepared, dude. He went (laughs) off. He. I think he was the reason why Piers Morgan's show was fucking done. Like done. (laughs) Fuck Piers Morgan. I think that I uploaded the clip where he's talking in the British accent. Um, some of it may be a part. Some of it may be a part of the last clip that you just played. So just bear with me here. I'll, I'll cut it off if okay. it's the same one. You, you don't mean, like this I, right I, now. Do you mean that President Bush and his administration were behind 9/11? I mean that even mainstream news reported that the hijackers were ordered to be allowed into the United States. Michael Springman. The head of the visa department blew the whistle right. on that. So the Bush administration was part of a conspiracy. Well, he murder, said never let us tolerate to murder, to murder Americans. To murder Americans. <laughs> I can speak in the fact that the government Hitler firebombed his own Reichstag yes, to bring in martial law in Germany, April 27th, 1933. Governments have staged terror attacks throughout history or allowed terrorists to attack as a pretext to invade and enslave the populations. I probably, I probably own more than 50 firearms. Many of them have increased in value two, three, or even four times. I sleep very comfortably uh, outside Austin, okay. Texas, knowing Alex. that I can defend my country. Okay, Alex Jones. This is a man who wants to deport me from the country for wanting to get no, rid of it's, it's, it's right to point out you're a foreigner, a redcoat, here telling us what to do. Go back where they took the guns if you don't like it. The communist... I have tears in my eyes. Like I, I have real tears driving down my face right now. Is that is that the first time you heard that? Yeah. I I I heard it like a little bit, but that's the first time I heard the whole thing. You're a redcoat. I watched that live on CNN, and like like today's like a Super Bowl for me, dude. Like like earlier this week when I like 
when I came to you guys about, hey, you know, with the pitch, let's, let's make this the Alex Jones fucking podcast. Let's do all things Alex. Because I knew he was going to be on that Megyn Kelly fucking show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is going to be awesome tonight. I can't wait for this fucking thing. Oh, I just got, like, the best ab workout of my life. Nah. <laughs> I have about 50,000. I sleep very good. <laughs> it's 1933. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I remember, like I, like I mentioned earlier, like part of the reason why I did vote for Trump, why um, I did decide to vote in general, was because of people, like, you know, Milo Yiannopoulos, number one, and Alex Jones, and then he he actually did a lot. Like he exposed a lot of shit, and I have a clip of Hillary after the election blaming blaming him in Infowars. Remember, it's everyone but her, you guys. Thirty nine reasons. Her, yeah, it's it's everyone reasons. but her why she lost. And here's here's another one of her excuses. So within one hour, one hour of the case being leaked. Within one hour, the Russians, let's say WikiLeaks, same thing. Fucking bitch. The <laughs> fucking bitch. John Podesta emails. Within one hour, they dumped them, and then they began to weaponize them. And they began to have some of their allies within the uh, Internet world like InfoWars, take out pieces and begin to say like the most Infowars. outrageous, like outlandish, Infowars. absurd <laughs> lies you can imagine. Oh, this bitch want to talk about lies? Oh, my God. I, I want to fight you. Hillary Clinton, if you're listening, fucking fight me. Yeah. Ass bitch. Fight me IRL, you. cunt. Fight me IRL. <laughs> the oh, IRL, man, I'm 360 no scope. I'm old. What does that mean? Um, in real life. In real life. Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, just so just so our audience knows, when 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 we're about to do our show, we usually post some things on our Facebook that are funny about today's show with the link to the page. Bobby didn't even know how to tag his own motherfucking <laughs> Facebook page and Facebook post. All he had to do was put a fucking at symbol in there. Literally, I'm a fucking retarded millennial, at least a decade younger than him, and this son I of a bitch acts so hard. I'm live air. That is yeah, unbelievable. Um, you, actually, you know what, Dylan? You know what, Dylan? I am not a millennial. I'm an ex Oh, okay. Well, that's no. I'm an ex I I was born between 1979 and 1984. You go fuck yourself. And sure, I didn't know the ad. <laughs> Wait. I oh, did That makes sense. You're a little girl. I wish we had a DMX clip in the, in the fucking studio right now. I've been perfect. Man, Laura, I'm, I'm triggered. I'm not quite as triggered as you were about 15 minutes ago, but I'm pretty triggered right now. You're, like. <laughs> Call me out about the at. Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. I thought I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was pretty funny. I don't. You dumb you guys, son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 it's oh, like man. crazy how many people think Alex Jones is fake news. I don't. I mean, yeah, some of the shit he says is really crazy, but I mean, here's, look here's at the clip you crazy. played earlier. You filthy, degenerate scumbag, scum, Nazi filth, trash, garbage, maggots. They're piles of demonic, <laughs> diseased crud. You, <coughs> you piece of. <laughs> and now it's time to cut your head off. <laughs> Vintage Alex Jones. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you want to. I mean, you want to cut down to the surface why people think he's crazy. I mean, let's. I mean, we talked about it at the beginning of the show. 
I mean, he kind of began his career with, with the whole Oklahoma City building conspiracy. Then he moved on to yeah. Y2K, which, you know, I almost uploaded the clip um, of him being on Joe Rogan, where he takes about three hits um, off the blunt and then admits uh-huh. to Joe Rogan and, and Eddie Bravo, he admits to both of them, that he was coerced by the producers of the radio program in Austin, Texas in 1999 to push this Y2K agenda because his sponsors there wanted him to push oh, this yeah. Y2K so he I remember him talking about that. So to his credit, to Alex Jones' credit, he admits it, apologizes about it, admits that he was wrong, he was wrong. But I, I got to say, that was the first time that I was like, uh, I mean, is this whole thing a motherfucking act? Like, you know, <clears throat> I wish I uploaded that clip. But um, anybody out there who heard that clip or just wants to talk about Alex Jones with me, Dylan, and Laura, 646-668-2950. We also need to fuck Dylan Nave still. Yeah. Or you can say, like, also fuck Kelly Wayne, too. You fucking yeah, we, we fuck baby arm. Stupid <laughs> asshole. <laughs> already been said <clears throat> but it's she is retarded but moving on from the, the Oklahoma City moving on from the Y2K and he really made his his mark I'd say in the conspiracy world you know moving forward from like the art bells of the world you know the coast to coast that I used to listen to every night um, Alex Jones really made his mark with the 9-11 as an inside job movement with his website and his radio show really took me and changed my life, uh, moved me forward. Uh, so 9-11 was the, was the big conspiracy that's kind of, you know, has people calling out Joseph Cook. Um, but the one that everybody will be talking about tonight, um, tomorrow morning, is, in my opinion, the most dangerous conspiracy in our country right now, and that's the Sandy Hook conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know few people who actually... Believe this conspiracy, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to throw their names out there. That's how that's how dangerous of a conspiracy I feel this is. But <clears throat> this is well, actually before we go to the clip, we have a caller. So uh, before we go to that clip, let's let's go to the caller. You call the Trina and Divided Show. Who we got calling? It's Skyler. Who we got? Skyler. Skyler. What's up, Skyler? What's up, man? <laughs> What, what, what you want to talk about Alex Jones with us today? I heard you guys wanted to say something about uh, fuck Dylan Dave. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah. Dylan Dave. <laughs> Sorry to do that. Fucking a, we yeah, finally the got first one. one. So introspective. So you like Alex Jones, Skyler? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good so far. What's your What's your favorite part? What 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 do you like most about Alex Jones? Do you like his glowing personality or his Boyish, cute charm. Uh, I don't know. Dumb <laughs> son of a bitch. Know. Why can't you? <laughs> Do you not I listen know. to Alex Jones at all? What's that? Do you listen to Alex Jones at all? No, I think it's the first time I ever heard of him. I think I've heard, seen a couple of videos from him one time, but I've never, never heard of his name before. Have you ever heard of the Sandy Hook conspiracy? No. You know what Sandy Hook is, right? The elementary school that got shot up a while back and a whole bunch of kids. I got a, I got a pretty fucked up joke about it. Yeah, let's hear it. All right, go with the joke uh, and then we'll you, go with the clip. Uh, what do you what do you call a uh, five year old no friends? What? What? Wait, what? <laughs> what do you call a five year old no friends? What? 
That's Sandy Hook Survivor. Oh! <laughs> Man. Well, at least that's you're implying... It, it, at least, Skylar, you're implying that Sandy Hook actually happened, you know, being that all... Uh, well, it did actually happen, dead. but we're just, we're, just, we're just trying to say that the government itself was the one to send the guns into the school because they needed a but, reason for gun control. Hey, Tyler, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a clip here. We're gonna we're gonna keep you on the line. I'm gonna play the clip. We're gonna come to you and see it and uh and ask you for your thoughts, okay? All right. All right, let's go to the clip. For cloak and dagger, dirty tricks, it, it's pretty hard to do. It's just that when you then you learn that they were funded by Western funding, the then you learn that it was the same Amarola Lockheed connection underwear bomber, then those are big red flags that they were patsy <laughs> provocateurs. The classic MO has been followed. And then, yeah, it kind of becomes a red herring, you know, to say the whole thing was staged because they have staged events before, but then you learn the school had been closed and reopened and you got video of the kids going in circles in and out of the building and they don't call the rescue choppers for two hours and then they tear the building down and seal it and they, they get caught using blue screens and uh, a, a email by Bloomberg comes out in a lawsuit where he's telling his people, get ready in the next 24 hours to capitalize on a shooting. Uh, yeah, so Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors, in my view, manufactured. I couldn't believe it at first. I knew they had actors there, clearly, but I thought they killed some real kids. And it just shows how bold they are that they clearly used actors. I mean, they even ended up using photos of kids killed in mass shootings here in a fake mass shooting in Turkey. So, yeah, uh, or, or, or Pakistan. The sky is now the limit. I appreciate your call. What do you think about that, Tyler? Yeah, Alex Jones basically saying that the Sandy Hook was a hoax with crisis actors. Man, I don't know about that one, man. That, that seems a bit off. You've got yeah. like... 46 minutes to become the wizard on it because we're, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all kind of swallowing this one. But, you know, honestly, he did say that that was in 2014 when uh, Alex Jones said this. Recently, he actually came out and said that he does believe it happened and he does believe children were killed. But he just questions everything, knowing that he knows about, you know, he had mentioned the Unabomber in there. I'm not really sure what he's referencing, but. You know, with with past governmental conspiracies and the things that you, you really dig deep into and, and the more you dig, the more you question everything. So that's where I think Alex Jones stood up with Sandy Hook. But well, really I mean, Alex, Alex doesn't – he doesn't just talk about conspiracy theories with, like, Sandy Hook. I mean, he even – he even writes his own songs about some of the conspiracies. Everything is awesome when you're part of a slave team. Take the vaccines and die. It's for the children. GMO kills the rats, but it's good for you. Honeybees eat it and die, but it's good for you. You like your IQ dropping. You like to die. Government loves you. Drink your fluoride. Everything is awesome. That's right. <laughs> Drink your fluoride, Skyler. Hey, thanks yeah, for calling in, man. Thanks for calling, Skyler. <laughs> yeah, fuck Dylan Nave. Fuck Dylan Nave. All right. Well, wow. that, that's that's my good friend Skyler. Thanks for calling in, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, um, when is that that show uh, with Megan Kelly? That episode that's going to air today, right? Tonight. 
Yeah, it's supposed to air tonight. Let me look up when it's supposed to be aired. Let's see. You know, if some of you are going to watch this, um, if you want to call it, remember it's 646-668-2950 and give us your thoughts about how you think I can tell you going to spend Because me personally, I already know she's probably it, – it's probably going to be a hit piece, you know, just to be exposing him again because she's done it before when – the whole Pizzagate thing started or came about last year. Alex Jones is obviously someone that covered it. He was actually probably one of the main people covering it. But um, when Megan was on Fox, when she had her own show on Fox, she actually played a clip from one of Alex's episodes. And he was talking about how Hillary Clinton is like a murderer, this and that, how she kills children. But when he was talking about it, he was referring so what she did in Syria, we know what the what um what what happened in Syria. It's all the innocent people killed over there in the Middle East. But what Megyn Kelly did was she ran it like he was talking about Pizzagate. So I'm gonna play. I want to play what Alex Jones really said because they cut it off right before he said on Megyn like Kelly's show. They cut it off right before he's talking about his what he explained. No, not about Pizzagate. I'm about Syria. But you'll you'll hear in the beginning what Megyn Kelly used against him. So here you go. When I think about all the children Hillary Clinton has personally murdered and, and chopped up and, and, and raped, I have zero fear standing up against her. Yeah, you heard me right. Hillary Clinton has personally murdered children. I just can't hold back the truth anymore. Wow. Hillary Clinton is one of the most vicious serial killers the planet's ever seen. True story. Now, there's a twist to that. Am I talking about the devil worship story with her chief of staff, her campaign chairman, looking at the menu of blood and semen and, and body parts at the, at the Aleister Crowley event, the private event? Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. I mean 200,000-plus dead Christians with her operation with Syria and her operation in Libya and not letting the Christians get out and, and directing Al-Qaeda and ISIS who target and murder children and put them through sex slavery and throw Catholic priests off cliffs and kill people in mass and murder gays and everything else you can imagine because they don't like peaceful people. And they con everybody that they're for open society and they love everybody. Anything they do is for degradation. So I don't know if you kind of... Uh could figure out where in the pause where Megyn Kelly stopped it after, you know, he said, there's a twist to it. So that never made it on air. And you know how um, Alex Jones has the leaked audio of the interview when he was talking to Megyn Kelly on the phone. I actually found a clip of him talking to her about what she did to him, and she completely plays stupid. Like, just just listen. You're going to be like, what the fuck? What a lying-ass bitch. Yeah, listen. I haven't listened to any of this. This is completely unfamiliar to me. Remember you had James Oliphantus on Fox News? You're talking about fake news. The guy from Common Pizza? Yes, and then you played a clip of me saying Hillary personally kills children. I forgive me, Alex, but I don't re- I don't remember the clip. I remember him and you know the nature of that that exchange, which I think is the only time I've ever discussed. Um, or, you know, sure, sure, sure. I, I mean, all I'm saying is I can send you the right wing watch clip where we first reported it. And they said Jones, tongue-in-cheek, you know, said that Hillary killed all these kids, but then said it, you know, in Syria and Libya. So, I, I mean, I'm just telling you, that's the kind of stuff that scares me, because I can stand for what I've said, 
And I can even say, yeah, I probably said. Sure, sure. I'll take a look at that. That's very unfamiliar to me. All I can tell you is that I bend over backwards to ensure that doesn't happen. I'm sure she bends over backwards other ways trying to get that position. She's such a fucking liar. Did you hear her? Oh, I don't remember. I don't recall. What a fucking liar. Straight up fucking liar. Fuck that bitch. Fucking yeah, corny ass nose. Fucking Michael Jackson head ass. I bet you she's laying on her back looking at the roof a lot. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, a Monica I'm... underneath a desk. Oh, stop. Have you seen that wide fucking face like that? What, what, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You know, D has that really wide face. Megan Kelly has the same thing. It disgusts True. me. She's the <laughs> widest fucking pug-faced faggot bitch I've ever met. <laughs> I just think it's funny. I'm so glad Alex Jones recorded um, all their conversations in that he can use it against her. Because he knows. Like, look what she just did before. Look what she did last year. Paul Pizzagate thing. That's Everyone knows that's what she's doing now. And it's going to be even worse because she doesn't even work for Fox anymore, who is quote unquote fair and unbiased news. Now she's with, who she's with? MSNBC now? Is that who she went with? No, she's, she's with NBC. And oh, NBC. The, the show tonight runs at um, 6 o'clock Mountain Time. So that's Colorado time. It's not like they're that credible either. Then, Look at uh, Brian fucking Williams. But it's running up against 60 minutes. So we'll see. What, okay. What, uh, what ratings she gets tonight. I want to watch it, but I I'm give probably going to forget. I give her face a three. I give her whole body a two. <laughs> You're an idiot. You said to rate her. You're an no. idiot. <laughs> oh, did you mean rape? Okay, well, that's a little different. See, the only people that get away with rapes are Bill C's. Bill Cosby, Ooh. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, Bill Clinton's a rapist. Wait, what other Bill? Wait, there was another Bill that got off. Wasn't there a... Was there? Yeah, Bill C. Yeah, is it a Bill C, though? Bill C's rape for free. They do. <laughs> if the dick don't fit, must have quit. quit. Yeah, dick didn't fit, must have quit. Bill Cosby got a mistrial. <laughs> Who was the other Bill? There was like three Bills, like rapey Bills. There was Bill Cosby, Let me Bill Clinton. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Bill, Bill fucking Riley. Riley. That was, yeah, he just wasn't a Bill C. He wasn't a Bill C. He was a Bill, though. Yeah. You guys, uh... <laughs> Have you guys ever heard Alex Jones rage out on Justin Bieber? What? No. No. Yeah, I got We're going to kill you. To kill everybody. To kill that whole family. Go, please, <laughs> Satan, release us to kill the American people. Get ready for millions of dead Americans, and then it's going to happen. Oh, God, that's so powerful to kill people. Oh, yes. I'll smash your teeth in, whore. Die, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 wow Dude I told you I'd find some good fucking clips of him <laughs> I'm fucking crying already <laughs> That's That's pretty hardcore Now I know why <laughs> Chloe Cannot stand him oh, I know I know, I know. <laughs> I love Alex Jones, dude. Just the clips. Finding the clips was the most entertaining thing for me. <laughs> the fucking everything is awesome. 
What's funny is me and you both Everything found... is awesome when you're part of a slave team. Take your vaccines and die. It's for the children. GMO kills the rats, but it's good for you. Honey, busy didn't die, but it's good for you. You like your IQ dropping. You like to die. Government loves you. Drink your fluoride. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Oh, that's stuck in my head all day. I'm going to shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. Well, let's go, let's, right. let's, let's go to another story that happened this week. Uh, speaking of bills, uh, we, we did have another quick week that was uh, kind of a cool thing, right? Still back, baby. Ooh, I like this one. Uh, Yeah, well, Bill Cosby, he was, uh, his, his trial, actually, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't so innocent, it was just a mistrial, right? Yeah, a mistrial. Just a mistrial, but Bill. Are you the new Alex Jones song creator, or creating a jingle? Sure. Oh, I can do that. It's a lot of pressure. But it's an honor. It's a lot of pressure. Uh, uh. Yeah, I don't even want to. You know what? I want to skip the whole Bill Cosby thing. I don't even want to play any of the fucking quotes. Because, like, I feel like. I just don't even care. Like, do you guys even care about Bill Cosby? Nope. I really don't. I, in fact, I, if I could care any less, I think I'd die. <laughs> I couldn't care less at all. Like, right. I care so. I care so little that. That I I don't have a cunt hair thin enough to describe how much <laughs> I don't care. And I was thinking about it myself. I I pulled I pulled up two clips, chopped them up, put them on there, and I'm like, I'm just really not all that excited about talking about this because I just really don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah. right. You know, like wasn't she lesbian? Like this woman? Like I don't know, man. And uh, who's behind uh, it again? I, Gloria Allred, of course. I do have some more news from from earlier this week. It's a real short clip. The Trump administration is expected to send almost 4,000 additional troops to Afghanistan. We going back, boys? The decision by Defense Secretary Jim Mattis could be announced as early as next week. The top U.S. commander in Afghanistan has long said he does not have enough forces to help Afghanistan's army against a resurgent Taliban. Mm, look at that. We going back, boys. Wasn't we done told that we were pulling out of Afghanistan in the Obama administration? Uh, Obama? Well, didn't uh, we get told we weren't going to go in there by the Trump administration as well? Uh, uh well, uh, you see, uh, here, uh, <laughs> bo- uh, Bobby, uh, the way my, uh, bank account set up, uh, uh Hillary Clinton was the best choice. <laughs> Next question. You dumb son of a bitch. Well, thank you very much. I do uh, appreciate that. Uh, that. Um, thank you. I went to Harvard. <laughs> I went to Harvard. <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch. Yeah, two of them. You like you uh, like that dumb son of a bitch. All right. So, in all honesty, though, what what is your opinion on that, Dylan? What you got for us? Um, you know what? Trump sending troops to Afghanistan. 
as much as I want to say I don't like it, I don't know what the logistics of it are. I don't know what, what's there, what needs to be done, what their mission is, what their purpose is. So I guess when they come up with that information um, sometime this week, I'll do what I can with that. As far as I'm concerned, no, we shouldn't be going back. Uh, NIP, NAP, non-intervention policy, non-aggression policy, unless you want to fuck with some people that don't need to be fucked with, then we'll Moab the shit out of you. You just need Moabs. Where's Josh? (laughs) Yeah, Josh, what the fuck? We need Moabs and Glass Ocean references. Come on, 646-668-2950. I know you got the number saved in your fucking phone. Like, my love, Dylan Nave. That's what you put up there. (laughs) Dylan son. Don't tell Nico. She'll be she'll be jealous. <laughs> but but for real though, sending sending troops to Afghanistan probably not that big of a fucking deal. Four thousand really, I don't I don't think it's too big of a deal. If it, if it was about ten ten thousand troops or more, I I might be worried. But four thousand could be just a uh, you know demilitarization force. It could be uh, you know training some of the local national troops there. I mean, it could be a lot of things. I don't know. I. Mm. I don't know how I feel yeah. about Afghanistan. I know that we're still sending people to Syria, which I think is completely fucking retarded. Um, there are more Marines that are going to go to Syria next month. But I don't know. I don't I don't fucking care about the Middle East, dude. And you guys know how I feel about Islam. And you know how those Islamic countries are. And you already know what I'm going to say Fuck Islam. when it comes to that. Yeah, exactly. Do you have, do you have more of an isolationist view on Islam? Well, I'm learning it. Well, the thing is, a lot of people just think I'm. I just talk because of what I see in the news or whatever. But I'm actually trying to I mean, you're, learn. You're hardcore, dude. You're like, like I'm trying most, to. You're the most hardcore person on my Facebook page. Sorry, just <laughs> like when it when it comes to Islam, you are. There's no one that I see on my thread that's more hardcore than you. Islam is and, gay. Muhammad is a faggot. Fuck Muslims. Fuck you, you muzzies. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm actually trying to learn shit on my own. Like, I, I go to the library, and I think it's important when you, because like, in the library, they have a lot of older books that aren't written, you know, recently, and I think that helps. And I checked one out, and I was looking at, you know, I looked up first Aisha, which is Muhammad's wife, the little six-year-old that he married. She was either five or six. And then and I, I look and see what these books say and it says also that they consummated the marriage when she was younger and then I look and I read up what jihad means and jihad is a fucking holy war like this week alone one of your Mm -hmm. friends Wendy Sheets was saying that I have the same views as ISIS that I have um, that I am saying the same propaganda as ISIS but I'm like no dude I am reading about this shit jihad is a fucking uh, holy war and it calls for Muslim men to take up swords in the name of Islam it's, it's, not, not, even, it's not even just jihad. I mean, sitting in front of me right here, I've got seven, um, seven different verses from the Quran. You can look up yourself. The Quran, uh, ninth chat or what? What nine nine one hundred and eleven? You will kill non-Muslims to receive seventy-two virgins in heaven. What's another one? Uh, the Quran, second chapter, two hundred seventeen, and fourth chapter. 89 says you will kill anyone who leaves Islam. I mean, it's it's not just that, dude. There, there, there's more. Um, you will behead non-Muslims. Quran 8:12 and 47:4. You will kill and be killed for Allah versus the sword. That's Quran 9:5. You will terrorize non-Muslims. Verse 12 and 8:60. Steal from non-Muslims. That's chapter 8. That's just the booty and the spoils of war. 
And then you also have lie to strengthen Islam, which is takia, deception. And that's found in 326, 354, 93, 16106, and 4028. It's not like it was just mentioned once in the book obscurely. No, these things are consistent values within this ideology. And yeah. I'm, right, I'm right there with Laura. Fuck them all to death. And, and I know the Bible says some crazy shit too, but. <clears throat> You terrorize non-Muslims. Look what's happening. When's the in last Europe? time somebody blew themselves up in the name of Jesus Christ? Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, so, so, so here's the difference, right? I mean, you have all those, you know, scripture quotes that you read, and I'm on board with you and Laura about Islam. Um, the problem is, is that the Bible says all those things too, how or, or similar things to them as well. However, in 2017, there isn't a Gosh, you guys, you guys really need to watch The Keepers, like, because I can't say this without thinking about The Keepers, thinking about this internal terrorism that goes on within the Catholic Church. But like, there aren't there aren't Christians actively blowing up things right now, like there are Islamic yeah. folks. You know, it, there are a lot of I mean, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty this. big fucking problem. Yeah, I mean, look at look at the death toll. The death toll within the last 22 days alone since Ramadan started this just this month 128 the month for attacks and, blasting. and yeah 128 attacks and 1247 deaths that's a celebration of peace the last time I looked that's crazy I thought it was a celebration of peace that's yeah, what does, I does, too. does that stat have how many Muslims have died um, no, it's just a, I'll send you what I have, but that yeah. only just has those numbers. I mean, so we but have Islam this is a religion of peace. No, no, we, have this, we have this big problem. We, we have, we have two books. We have the Quran, we have the Bible that both act, they, they both have scriptures that promote violence. One religion is actively, um, reacting on that violence and killing scores of people almost daily. It's not almost fucking hourly at this point. But then we have a Christian religion who has a whole, like, system in place that goes so far deep into government, into the city council, and all of its tentacles come from the church. And if you don't look deep enough, like, it's easy to look at Islam and, and see problems because they're fucking blowing up restaurants, churches, concerts, and, and, and the like. Yeah, disrupting my life, liberty, and pursuit of yes. happiness if they Absolutely. so much as blow me up. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm totally on board. If that is something we have to address, it should be in the forefront. Um, well, a lot of the critics that, you know, go on Laura's page that I, I see, you know, cause I, anytime you post something about Islam, I'm like fucking following that goddamn thread the whole day. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, it, it's just so fun to watch. There's, there's people that are in, they insist that Christianity has just as much violence, just as much terrorism, just on a different level. And you have to really unpeel that layers of the onion. Uh, you really have to go deep. Yeah. I implore anyone on this who's listening and both of you watch the keepers. No, on Netflix. no. It, it, to me, it's, it's apples and oranges and it can be compared. It's fruit, but it's completely <laughs> different. It's, it's completely <laughs> different. You, you have, you have people literally blowing themselves up and taking six, seven, 12, 40 people with them versus you have this Catholic priest that's raped a few fucking altar boys. Uh, it's not to say that raping a few altar boys whoa, is a lesser whoa, whoa, crime. Oh, that's why I, I, I said, I implore you to watch the keepers. There are like whole communities of, of men and women who have just been, who, who were raped, who were just victims of child molestation from not only just the pastors, but police officers and community members. Like it goes so 
thick and deep. Oh, like, I fucking do. Bet. They really I bet get it in deep, Bobby? Eventually. Uh, I, I bet you it does. I bet you it does. Do they really get it in deep? Dylan, what if Pizzagate was like a huge Catholic fucking conspiracy? I fucking I, believe it, dude. It is a big Catholic conspiracy theory. That's true. So then, acknowledging that, then then we can then collectively then pull the All Lives Matter card anytime Laura says something about Islam. I could be like, no, nah, but what about Christianity? You know, well, maybe the uh, well no, no, because well, no religions matter. I'm a fucking devout atheist. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Ditto. Actually, right. I just I just got a bumper sticker at Pride yesterday. I'm so excited. Uh, it says, just say no to religion. And then I got the little Jesus fish. It says Darwin. It has two feet. And I love it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And you got it at Pride. That's great. Yeah. You know, it, it, it to support Trump. It also support great values in people's lives. Like, Yeah, isn't that crazy? I voted for Trump and I support Pride. Fuck every Weird. single one of you out there. I, it's like I thought you were like mixed opinions. I thought you were a Nazi this whole time. No, I'm you know, a fucking Nazi. I'm about, I am I'm about a Nazi. to call Mike Pence right now and get the fucking jumper cables ready. Yeah, oh! Mike Pence is finna have himself an LGBTQ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. Was hey, oh, also, my friend made a good point the other day. Um, does Pride fall on the same weekend as Father's Day for a reason? Dude, have we not even fucking said anything about Father's Day today? Fuck Father's Day. Fuck you, Dad. Dude, we made a big old deal. If my dad's listening, dude, I'm so sorry. We made a big-ass deal about Mother's Day. We're fucking sexist. Hey, hey, Dad. Good fucking job. We're such feminists right now. This is such a feminist move we just pulled. Oh, my God. I'm going to jump out the window and kill myself. Wow. Hey, Hey, no, I, I, I talked about my dad earlier in the podcast. It's not like fathers weren't mentioned at all today. Well, my, my father is a like huge, huge Trump supporter. Um, he really? Has, yeah, I don't know how big he is on Alex Jones or anything. I, I bet he's probably a little bit more accepting of him today than he was in like 2004. Hey, Bobby's dad, I'll buy you a beer anytime. <laughs> yeah, happy Father's Day! Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Every every guy out there working hard to see your kid. And hey, also Chicago. happy not a Father's Day to the rest of you. <laughs> Whether you claim yep. them or you try not to claim them, happy not. Dude, I, already, I already saw posts like on Instagram and Facebook with girls who were like, "Oh, happy Mother's Day!" To- oh my god, you had your fucking month or you had your day a month ago. Like, happy Father's Day to Stop. all the women yeah. out there taking care of their kids that their father left. Oh my god, like. Fucking bitches. We Let good. them have a day. Don't need him on my own. We got this. Mag crew. Team love. Go get fucking knocked up by your little fuckboy fucking boyfriend. Pop out a couple fucking pups. Enjoy your miserable fucking life. And just waiting around the house all day to get fucked. Just like Scarface. Just like, I'll tell you what, man. All you do is sit around the house all day waiting to get fucked. Fuck you, man. Elvita. Wow. Elvita. She'll come back. <laughs> Another Quaalude. Oh, Quaalude. <laughs> <laughs> Just come back. Come back with another Clearwood. <laughs> but that has that has been a thing on Facebook and Twitter for like years now, man. On Father's Day, dude. Father's Day just gets trapped. It's like even even like but the yeah. one day of the year that's a man's fucking holiday, like. And pride falls on it, so all the fathers that are disappointed in their children that are now come out, coming out of the closet, 
You know, their kids are all, I'm going to go be celebrated with my friend's dad. I'm going to go be a pansexual with all my other gender queers. <laughs> Fuck off. And he's just sitting there on Father's Day while his son's out showing his tits and shaking his dick in front of everybody. Like, where did I go? It's hardcore, man. Shaking his dick. Yeah, like rocking back and forth all autistically, like oh, everything clean, everything new, everything clean, everything new. Well, how was the Pride uh, Parade or Festival you went to yesterday? Was it cool? Yeah, you went, nope. to, the, yeah, you went to the festival, right? Not the parade. Yes. Yeah, oh, no, the festival. The parade was uh, yeah. today, I think. The festival, though, we uh, we walked around for a bit, cool vendors and shit. Um, and then there was a big old, uh, I think it was called the Big Gay Sing. And they had these drag queens up there rocking it, dude. Fucking, uh, what was it? The You know that Ariana Grande song where it's like, I've been here all night, been here all day, and then Nicki Minaj comes on? Oh, that was yeah. pretty sick. They had, Ariana! Yeah, dude, they had some fucking slaying-ass queens up there. It was pretty sweet. They were fucking doing things I couldn't do in heels. I'm, je- I'm jealous of them legs. Like, I wish what my legs were that good. Dude, I saw two tranny, well, two drag queens walking down the street in Miami a couple weeks ago. They were at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, they're all fucking dolled up and with platform or the stripper heels. I'm like, how the fuck do you guys, literally, how yeah. do you guys walk in that shit? Like, I can't even do that. I can't even wear, like, two-inch heels without me, like, having bitch ankles. But uh, this year, it was, it was a little different. Like, last year, I just walked right up into it. There was, there was no gating or anything. But this year, they actually, like, had a security checkpoint and shit. They, uh, you know, checked bags and everything. I thought it was a little weird because last year it was right a- it was right after the Orlando Pulse shooting. I figured security would have been stepped up then instead of you know a yeah. year later. But it was all right. Nothing happened. I don't I don't think anybody fucking did anything stupid. There's furries all running around. Big fucking oh my God. Big, big top oh, little bottoms. All fucking furries. sorts of shit. Fucking furries. My first Milo speech last year at Berkeley or not Berkeley um UC Irvine sat mm-hmm. right in front of a f- or right behind a furry. So that was interesting. If you want to fuck somebody wearing a big dog costume, that's that's on you, man. I ain't gonna. I mean, it really kind of brings a whole new meaning to. If you need me, I'll be in my lab. Hey, you know, you know who, you know who I know's been to a furry party and fucked someone in like a dog costume. Who? Bruce Larue. Yeah, I Bruce. Yeah, yeah. I just fucking spilled the story. I hope you're listening, to motherfucker. Hope you're listening. Hey, Bruce. Call in and tell me about your furry story. I'm really I'm, oh actually, my god. Never call in. This first thing I'm gonna ask you about. You just say fuck Dylan Dave. I'm gonna be like, yeah, fuck me. How about you in a furry costume? What happened? <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, I went to oh. a furry. I went to a furry party the other night, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, fucked a bitch. Well, and I put the costume on. I was like, all right. I do have another Alex Jones clip. It's about a minute long, and it's also him on a rage. I, I think. I think you're going to like it, Bobby. You know what it's like to go to sleep every night knowing you work for a bunch of psychotic killers and you bastards are probably going to end up killing me one day? You know what it's like knowing you've ruined my life? You know what it's like, you sons of bitches? I'm tired of your crap. You commit evil, you're part of an evil system, and we're standing up against you. And the Republic is going to defeat you in the end. Some of us won't make it personally through this, but a lot of us are. And in the end, you are going to be brought to justice for all the kids you kidnapped for CPS, all you CPS workers, all you corrupt bureaucrats, all you that have had your way with innocent children over and over again who think your evil's invincible. You're not invincible, and God is going to deal with you. And you are cursed to hell. (laughs) 
I'm done. i got to get out of here. I'm pissed off now. Robert Wannick, you can make some closing comments. I'll give you the last two minutes. We're going to end transmission. Make sure the guy's got your address so I can send you those videos so you can resist tyranny. I salute you. Dude, honestly, oh, that first so part, I was like, that's how I feel inside all, every day of my life. Like, I, that's me inside. Alex Jones is inside of me right now. Ew, no, no not like that. Skyler, the guy who just called in has informed me that they're called fur piles. A big old furry orgy uh, is called a fur pile. Dylan, no, hold on. Dylan, we're not going to let what Laura just said get by. No, Bobby, stop it. I'm going to do it. All Go right, back guys, to you. Dylan, Did, is divided. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're right. I a, that's Alex Jones say? inside of me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, no, not like that. Do you, you want oh, Alex Jones man. inside of you? Oh my god! Apparently. No. Oh my goodness! Are you sure? Where are the big swinging Johnson, bro? <laughs> Do you want his big swinging yeah. Johnson, bro? I'm I'm gonna just intake a bunch of fluoride right now and hope I just die. Yeah. <laughs> I need fluoride. Right. Like children. <laughs> Laura no, but wants I, I get Alex you, Jones inside of her. You are fake news, Dylan. You are fake news. That's the way the news Dylan. goes. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Alex Jones, Laura wants you inside of her. Alex Jones. Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Today is the day I die. Happy <laughs> Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Alex Jones. Jesus Christ. So, anyways, about Callie Wayne, that fucking bitch. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. I got some perfect music for for Laura thinking about Alex Jones. Oh my god, you guys. Uh. Hey, we got a caller. Oh, hey, you're shit. triggered and divided. Oh, what do you god. think about Alex Jones inside Laura? She wants Shut it. Shut the fuck up. What's oh up, everybody? It's Bruce, man. Oh, hey, Bruce. Hey, Bruce, what's up? Nada, man. Just chilling, chilling. Yeah. You got, you got anything to say to the show? Um, hi, everybody. Uh, man, it's a good day. Oh. Hey, we, we, we just got done talking. Good to be alive. We just got done talking about your furries. You, you, you liking them furries? Yeah, you ever been in a fur pile? <laughs> um, I actually, uh, I went to a furry party one time. <laughs> for real, for and real. W- were you in the fur pile? Um, no, but I did have sex with this girl that was in the back room, and she was indeed dressed like an animal. So was I. She got wild, man. Hold on, let, let's picture it. What were you dressed as? <laughs> huh? What were you dressed as? I'm gonna paint the picture. What were you dressed as? A, I was dressed. As, I was dressed as a turtle, man. I fucking rocked a Disney <laughs> turtle costume, painted my face, dog. What, what was she dressed as? <laughs> huh? What was she dressed as? Oh, she was like so. I think she was like a bear, or like a rat, some generic. I don't know. It was dark. Was so you, you tell, did, did she was a bear? Did did the turtle doggy style the bear? <laughs> yes. That's pretty awkward. Yes, it did. You didn't get any, like, shell in the way or anything like that? Did you come out of your shell all right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> wow, this, is, this, whole, this whole podcast has degenerated into us. Yes. Oh, I don't even know how, how, how I, got a, 
got some work I got to go and do, but I just want to tell everybody that, uh, hi, you guys have a great Sunday. Oh, and thanks. Thanks, Bruce. Yeah, I just want to call in and say, good show. I've been listening. It was a good show. I'm glad you <laughs> liked it. Thanks. Especially from all the way up to where Laura hey, sent hey, you hey, with Alex Jones and Spider. Oh, God, fuck you, Billy. Happy, happy Father's Day, Bruce. Love you, brother. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate happy it, guys. You guys day. take care. You too. Hey, guys, what do you call a turtle with with what? What? A slow poke. <laughs> a turtle with an erection. What do you call a turtle with an erection? Uh, a slow poke. No, uh, 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 you were funny. <laughs> she, should get, she should get no applause for that shit. Oh, fuck you, Bobby. I need all the everything I can take after that Alex Jones comment. What, hey, where, where you said you wanted Alex Jones inside of you? <sighs> where are the big oh, swinging Johnson, bro? <laughs> Woo! Now I set myself up so good on that one. I have uh, myself to blame. <laughs> it's so funny. No, we're not going to let Laura just get away from that no, one. No, it's bullshit. We just talked about furry sex and that and that takes more. I don't know. It's bigger than this. It's not fair. Did, awesome. did that part, did that part where Alex party. Jones was snorting like a pig really turn you on? We're like... <laughs> Oh man, seriously, exactly. How did you know? (laughs) Sounds like fucking deliverance. (laughs) Oh, it's really just bad. You guys broke me. I'm going to go Kathy Griffin right now. You guys really broke me. You really just broke me. We we, we broke her. Or did did Alex Jones inside of you break you? (laughs) Hopefully, Alex Jones didn't break inside of you because that would have really sucked. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to give Laura a little bit of a break, and uh, I'm going to kind of <laughs> let her lick her wounds a little bit and play this great Everything song. Everything is awesome when you're part of a slave team. Take oh, wait, that's just going to turn her on. It's for the children. But it's good for you. You like your IQ dropping. You like to die. <laughs> Government loves you. Drink your fluoride. Everything is awesome. That's right. That's right. Well, just before we get to the end of the show, I'm going to go ahead and go into today's moment of membrance. Oh, All right, hang on. We got it. Today in history, in 1812, the War of 1812 began. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Pretty uh. This year, in redundancy. Yeah, 1812. The War of 1812 <laughs> began in 1812. At Wait, 7 a.m. in the morning. At, at 7 a.m. this morning. <laughs> Super highbrow membranes here. So uh, let's see. In 1815, Napoleon was defeated at the Battle of Waterloo by the British, German, and Dutch forces. Yeah, last time the, the Germans really did anything useful in the world. Um, we, also, we also have uh, today in 1873, a suffragist Susan B. Anthony was fined 100 bucks for attempting the 1872 presidential election. Huh. Fucking A, Susan. Fucking A. Civil disobedience. Love it. 100 bucks back um, then is probably a lot more, too, like 2000 Yep. 
1928, aviator Amelia Earhart became the first woman to fly across the Atlantic Ocean. She completed the flight from Newfoundland to Wales in about 21 hours. Uh, let's hmm. see. We also have uh, the United. What? Did she live? Well, yeah, she disappeared. You the dumb son of a bitch. No, it was a fucking, it was a rhetorical question. 1948, the United Nations Commission on Human Rights adopted its International Declaration of Human Rights. Uh, The General Assembly would give it a final approval on December 10th later that year. And the last one, 1983, Sally Ride became the first American woman in space. And then, you know, the the Challenger blew up and that teacher and the whole thing. Oh, I remember that. Oh, disaster. Yeah, crazy, huh? That's your moment of remembrance. Oh, member? Member? I member. I member. Well, tonight, y'all, 6 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time is that uh, Alex Jones interview with Megan Kelly. We've been, like, pimping it all fucking, all podcasts as if we're getting paid to do so. We're not. We just, <laughs> really, we just like Alex Jones. Fuck Megan Kelly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to pay us, home. Alex... We we game. Yeah, we'll do it. Like we game. We'll we'll fucking promote Infowars. <laughs> yeah, we already do. Yo, if Alex Jones, this transmission, you're part of the resistance. <laughs> you're listening to me. Laura loves me and wants me in spite Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't know if that was an Alex Jones impression or a Hulk Hogan impression. That was awesome. <laughs> Listen, brother. I'm Batman. <laughs> Or Batman. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Christian Bale Batman. Ooh, yeah, it's about to get real. Like, you can do so many with that growly voice, <laughs> Macho Man. Savage. Macho Man, like Savage. Oh, yeah, dude, did, did, you ever, did you ever see that, Uh, what was it, Epic Rap Battles of History? They got fucking Kim Jong-il versus, or no, Kim Jong-un versus uh, um, fucking Macho Man Randy Savage. He's like, ooh, yeah, it's about to get real. Watch me snap into a Slim Jim, Kim Jong-il. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and at one point, he's like, uh, Kim Jong was like, North Korea, bitch, let me give you a tour. By the way, your wife says my dick is bigger than yours and just shoots him with an RPG. <laughs> Dude, I missed the epic. Epic rebels of history. Yeah, so good. And it's just like yo, time. We should just start getting clips of that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was a pretty good episode this week. So yeah, yeah just to remind everyone, don't eat soy. Don't eat soy. If you're a man, don't eat soy. There yeah, you soy mine. boy, faggot, fuck. Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I have a feeling no, that Jesus me, like, straight. me expressing my displeasure for that word has like made you say it ten times worse. I should have never fucking said anything. should have never yeah. said anything. Faggot, faggot really is not was never meant to be a homosexual thing. It was actually um, here's a little history lesson for you guys. So back I think it was the 19th century before England had a um, a set public school system. Um, the underclassmen would be there. They were called fags. There would be uh, fagging was a term where the underclassmen took care of like the seniors and they cleaned their rooms and they there were their bitch. So like. Uh, 
uh, senior would be like, oh, those are my fags over there. Um, and then it, there was also reports of, like, sexual um, abuse in there because the kids, they were like boots. They were getting hazed pretty much. And it wasn't until, I think, the 1960s where the term faggot was turned into a homosexual thing um, because of, actually, because of Americans. So, yeah, faggot actually meant, or well, fag I, meant bitch or something like that in English. I, I know the other week, Laura, when when you weren't on the podcast, you know, we got to the end of it and Bobby was commenting about, you know, how, how little the word faggot was used. And I just went on a rampage like uh, like this. Faggot, 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 faggot. <laughs> Uh, and, and that's Bobby using his one veto per show where I get to mute you. You guys are so brave and stunning with your, your awesome use of, a, of, of, a, of a Also, if you're, if, you're gay, if you're gay, you're not a faggot. If you're a conservative and you're homophobic, you're a faggot. Let's see, when you put it like that, that's when I get the head nod from my wife going, all right. I can yeah, help with con- that. Conservative. It's just, there's just no point. There's no point in using the fucking word. I, it's just, I'm just taking no it point. back. I'm taking it no, back. The thing is, you yeah. never had it. It's not yours to, to well, take you back. You know what? Okay. How about this? In Clerks, you ever seen it that movie? It was never where, homosexuals where has, either. Yeah. And they, no, they, has, they, can't, they can't take pork monkeys back. They can't take pork monkeys back. This but but faggot isn't even from, doesn't even mean gay or homosexual. Like, if you want to go back even more, the 16th century, it, mean, it meant a bundle of sticks and twigs and small branches. And it was, and the term faggot meant to be burned, like, like you were burned out the stake. So. Well, this is, a, this is a great segue, audience, by the way. We are planning a full podcast where we're going to go over the four words of doom. Uh, the F word that she keeps speaking of. The N word. Faggot. Cunt and retard. Cunt and retard. Yes. <laughs> All of which can be easily described as Dylan name if properly fought <laughs> through. Yeah, if I have a deep tan, too. <laughs> wow, you're a fucking asshole. Well, I mean, you can't apply all of them to me. Like, I'm not, I'm not a faggot. I'm not retarded. I'm not a cunt. I mean, what? And I'm and white as hell. <laughs> and I'm white as hell. And you're white as like, hell, yeah. Okay. Dude, you, I have to put a shirt on for your safety. No, I saw that. I saw that picture you on Facebook yesterday with, with your shirt off, and I, you know, I have to agree. That's, you need to get some tan, bro. Yeah, well, that's 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 my that's my body, my choice. In your body, your choice. I can't believe you brought that body to the damn pride fucking festival. How dare you? You should have seen. You should have seen some of the fucking floppy whales walking around there. I, I the, the asphalt <gasps> sunk in when they came past me, dude. It was awful. All right, y'all. It was a it was a great show. I'd say. Uh, it was I fun. Think we did, I, I think we did Alex Jones well today. You know, we did him. Proud. I love you, Alex Jones. Yeah, you're fucking nuts. You're crazy, but uh, good luck tonight. All right, guys. Well, we uh, we will be back here next week. As always, our call-in number is 646-668-2950. You can get a hold of us on Facebook at Triggered and Divided. Also on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. We're always on there trolling. That's Laura. <laughs> That's Bobby. I'm Dylan. We're Triggered and Divided. We'll catch you all next week. Have a good one. I've got friends in safe spaces Oh, don't go with the sin You must be racist That's our catchphrase Where's my